Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Cameron over here with episode 246 of the Tutor Podcast. The Monday Morning Show for anyone in the business of helping people through teaching, tutoring or coaching. As always, um, I'm here to share ideas and insights I've had, borrowed or just plain stolen during the 23 years or so I've been in business. And from the tens of thousands of pounds I've invested in training and education. And to share it with you in a no-nonsense, no-BS kind of way. Apologies for the rubbish voice today, by the way, guys. I've been pretty ill for four days, but I've crawled out from the grave to do this yeah really heroic effort <laughs> so let's get on with today's show today i want to talk about diligence as i define it it's the ongoing execution of right action in pursuit of worthy goals and before anything else i've got to confess i'm actually pretty crap at this see i love the excitement of new stuff and i don't much care for the mundane routine things in life when I worked uh, in the management consultancy, the, an assignment of forensic accounting would see me absolutely absorbed for ridiculously long sessions, and sleep, frankly, got to be inconvenient. Uh, but looking after the in-house accounting for my employer's firm was mm, boring. Uh, a music project, for instance, composing a song or putting a part together for a piece... You know, I'll see the studio lights burning all night. That keeps me awake. It's lovely. If I've got a property deal to get over the line, oh, bliss, the joy of spreadsheets. Figuring out how a deal works and putting together a solution that works for everyone is heavenly. And even this podcast, it's a different thing every week. I think a lot of us are like this. We're good beginners, lousy finishers. Initial enthusiasm makes it easy to get going, but that wears off pretty quickly, and we have to be able to handle the grind of work to complete the project. Now, some people, no names, no pack drill, some people manage this by leaving everything until the last minute. Maybe it's a submission date for assignment, a paper, or even your tax return. When it's crunch time, that deadline's a powerful spur to your flank and the job will get done. But chances are it's going to get done in a rushed and haphazard way. Been there? Done that? I think we all have. Last minute kind of works because it puts the pressure on you. You've got to show up. But what works better? For me, it's diligence. It's a strange, beautiful old-fashioned kind of a word it sounds sort of victorian virtuous and absolutely sure of itself i don't think it's a fashionable buzzword by any stretch of the imagination and it's sad because diligence could just be the one thing that makes all the difference to your business and your life especially over the long haul and that's because if you did every day something which contributed to the pursuit of your worthy goals then your success would be 
completely assured. It's the same principle as dripping water, eroding granite. Given time, it's inevitable. And I know it's often said that a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And that's true, and it's totally groovy. But what about the remaining 2.9 squillion steps to be taken on that journey? If you take just one step every day, you will complete the journey, eventually. And at each new step's completion, you'll have a fresh perspective on the next step. Then the one after that, and the one after that, and that's just life. The trick is to keep taking the next step. You'll know soon enough if you're on the right path, because each step reveals the next. If your goals are worthy goals, you'll know because they attract you. They lead you on, compel and propel you. So what do I mean by worthy? This is my take on it. Make of it what you will. Worthy goals. They have to be worth achieving in the first place. They have to have value. So is what you're chasing after actually worth the effort? There's no point you're brilliantly doing something that ain't worth doing. This part of worthy seeks out the value in what you're doing. If the value isn't there, you trade in the high value of your efforts for something of lesser value. And that's just plain stupid. The second part of worthy, in my opinion, is that it's worthy of your efforts and attentions. Now, this part of worthy identifies the right thing for you to be engaged in. Helps you to eliminate other people's ideas of what you should or shouldn't do. If your goals are worthy in this context, they'll be a reflection of who you are. They're actually a vehicle for your self-expression and the full flowering of who you are, rather than a chase after someone else's bus that'll leave you exhausted, frustrated and disappointed when you finally reach a goal that means absolutely bugger all to you. So, diligent pursuit of worthy goals sounds a bit highfalutin, but I can't think of a better way to spend my days, can you? The easiest and by far the best way to do this is to know what your worthy goals are and to set aside sacred time to go and get them, whether it's daily, weekly or monthly. Set the time aside and nothing takes that spot. Be aware that some people won't be happy about this. Boyfriends, girlfriends, wife, husband, friends, etc. But frankly, they're going to have to get used to it. good example of this was when I lived and worked in Kiev, which is in the news a lot these days. I was in the gym every other day, just as soon as I could get out of work, usually just after 6am. My girlfriend wasn't happy. She thought I should be coming straight back to the apartment instead of letting myself into the gym to hit the iron four nights out of seven. Eventually she got used to it and occasionally took to training with me, just once in a while. It was important to me to stay strong and healthy, to decline other people's distraction and other people's agendas, so I could stay on course and diligently progress my dreams. And it's the same now. My brothers tell me I work too hard. I tell them I don't work at all. I just do what I love every day, which happens to be teaching guitar, helping people, and house bashing, which is my property businesses. I know what my goals are. 
I've identified the goals that are worthy of my time and my effort. The teaching is to spread the love affair with the guitar. That's worth my time because the guitar has been my best friend for my whole life. The property business is to leave a legacy for my son so he can have more choices than I grew up with and to provide safe, reasonably priced homes for families to live in. What are your worthy goals? All you've got to do is figure that out, plot your course, block out the time and take action. And there's a simple equation that I love that I think proves that diligence works better than anything else. Better than the flash in the pan last minute stuff. The equation is simple. Write it down. X equals effectiveness of effort times units of work done times frequency where X is the total amount of work done. The effectiveness of effort is how well you perform a task. Units of work done, well, that's self-evident. And the frequency is how often you go back and do it. The weird thing about this, although it looks very simple, it's not a linear equation because everything multiplies everything else. For instance, doing things infrequently is generally less effective and slower than doing them often. It's the whole principle of practice. I'm a guitar teacher, right? This isn't rocket science. So doing things infrequently means that less work gets done in the same amount of time. But if we increase the frequency that we do the work, our effectiveness goes up. And so more work gets done in the same time. This is why diligence delivers where deadlines tend to destroy. Plug some of your own numbers into the equation and notice the effect. I think it's fascinating. But I'm a bit of a geek, so let's say I'm doing something that's moderately effective. It's a four. I'll get 10 units of work done, and I'll do it once a month. Let's call that 12. That's going to give me a very particular output. But if I up the numbers, if I become disciplined, more diligent, I perform the same task. 52 times a year, that's once a month, once a week, I'll probably get maybe 20% more work done because my effectiveness goes up. So my effectiveness might jump to 7 or 8. Units of work might jump to 12 and times that by 52. That's a scary big difference in output. I'll let you do the math and let me know what you think because I'd love to hear from you. I'm here to learn as well as share what I've learned so far. Email me, guys. It's info at neilcamado.com or reach out to me on Twitter where I am, at Tudor Podcast. If you haven't already done so, please like and subscribe to the Tudor Podcast, download the episodes, and I'll be back next week with more no BS ideas and tips to help you to start, grow, and love your tutoring business, just like I do mine. I hope this podcast has got you thinking has been some help. Stay useful. Stay awesome. Have a fabulous day. 
Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes, and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate, and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow, and love their tutoring businesses.